Well, good morning, Shelter family. What is going on? It is Pastor Jay here this week guiding you through a concept and a question. Are you a member or are you a minister? Now, this idea for being a member or being a minister really came to me on the heels of um, actually having a little bit of sadness that the Phoenix Open or the Waste Management Open wasn't happening this year. Um, I always love going out to that event. It's always been such a, a cool thing to kind of have. So then this year, with no patrons really being able to be out the golf course, when I would drive by on Bell Road, I started to think about, um, you know, not seeing the high rise there on hole 16 and, and all that. And I hearken myself back to an experience I had about six years ago when I went to the Open and knew a friend that worked for Michael's Catering. And uh, for those that have ever been out there, you know, they're serving um, – roughly around 20 to 30,000 people a day that are um, in more of the private tent areas and the corporate gatherings and stuff like that. And this big, gigantic catering company, Michael's Catering, um, they have this huge kitchen that's set up in between um, a lot of the holes on the back side. So this friend of mine who was in management at Michael's Catering said, hey, do you want to come check out the kitchen? Of course, me being having some you know, interesting culinary. Um, I absolutely wanted to take a look. So he brought me back in the middle of the day on a Friday and I just got to see magic happen. I mean, to produce the amount of food that they had to produce for all those people in those corporate sectors, it took this unbelievable team working really around the clock, baking and cooking and prepping and sauteing and placing and, you know, however it was being done, this amazing amount of teamwork. And what it got me thinking about is really a parallel to what is needed for the body of Christ in 2021 to really, truly exist, to exist in unity. You know, 2020 really was such a unique year um, where there were so much complications um, in the political realms, uh, obviously with COVID and, and, and so many different things um, that Christians traversed through that they had never been through before. And as you probably have seen, maybe even in your own family or in your own friendships, it caused a lot of division. And so what I want to read here over this week is in questioning, are you a member or are you a minister um, in Ephesians chapter four is just this call for you and me um, to work as one body for one purpose seamlessly much like that kitchen at the Phoenix Open. I'm going to read this out of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1. This is the New Living Translation. It says, Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Now, what's interesting about this, right, is, is Paul's opening this section of, of this letter to the church in Ephesus, which was just a completely paganized church, um, but he's writing this um, actually while he's in prison, while he's in house arrest. So he's under these incredible circumstances. And so he's using the word prisoner for multiple reasons, right? He's saying it from the, the fact that, hey, I'm a prisoner because I was serving the Lord. But he also was saying something to you and me that I think is really, really valuable with the idea of asking yourself if you're a member or you're a minister. What Paul saw himself deep down, no matter what circumstance around him, was he saw himself as a prisoner for the Lord. Meaning he saw himself, no matter what he had begun on in his life prior up to that point, or what the circumstances um, commanded him to be in his current day, he saw himself as a prisoner for the Lord. 
Now, you got to think about what that means. If you've talked to anybody that's been in jail, anybody that's been um, incarcerated for any period of time, you'll talk to them about not having um, an exorbitant amount of rights. Meaning this, they, they kind of were owned, so to speak, by the state or by the governing body or by the prison. What Paul is saying here is he's saying, man, listen, um, I'm not only a prisoner in real life, but I'm a prisoner for the Lord. And a prisoner for the Lord is someone whose every single actions are governed by not only Christ's principles, but by a higher standard of integrity to all the people around them. So here's the, what's so interesting. Yes, we are children of God. Yes, we are heirs in Christ Jesus. But what Paul's saying is a different element altogether. He's wanting to get us focused. And he's writing to this group to encourage them to say, hey, listen, follow me, imitate me here on this and act as a prisoner to Jesus Christ. You know, that what, what that does is, is when you're governed and when you, when you truly have purpose in this way, um, it's amazing how the outside circumstances tend not to affect you. Meaning this, you find yourself thriving in your purpose no matter what's going on around you. And that actually causes when people see a smile on your face, when people see you um, actively um, motivated for the day to serve, man, I can tell you what, that and that in itself can change lives, can have people go, that's what I want. So the very first step of understanding if you're a member or if you're a minister, as Paul's saying, is to realize this, you're a prisoner for Jesus Christ. This whole week we're going to go through this chapter, many different aspects of it, but I want you to see this, that as he wrote there, are we living up to the call worthy of the call that we've been called to. I ask you to do just a bit of introspection to start your day today. Are you living according to the call of God on your life? Are you a prisoner for God? We'll get a little bit more deeper into this tomorrow. I love you guys. We'll see you then.